And you'll give us a little wrap up anyway. I will. I love the finger. That sounds wrong, doesn't it? Doesn't that sound wrong? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Melcy, welcome to Joy 94.9 and Ben and Gabe. Well, thank you very much. It's so good to have you. I actually have always fantasised about being in a hotel room with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not exactly how it was going to well, play I'm, out. I'm very flattered. <laughs> Look, I didn't expect I was going to have my friend here with me, but... um. My my 10-year-old self is actually losing my, my shite right now. I'll, I'll make it English. <laughs> How often do you get adults just still losing it over you? Because you're so iconic. You're from one of the biggest pop bands in the world. You must still get adults that go into their younger self and just go gaga over always, you. Always, yeah. always. It's like, well, I'd say it's probably happened more in the last, say, five to ten years when all of our fans yeah. have grown up. And I, you know, and I meet people every day, and uh, it's lovely. And and I do see the years fall away. And in fact, I did um, I did some shows with Meh, you know, the Danish artist, mm. and I performed with her in London. And we did a show in Copenhagen, and all her school friends were in Copenhagen. And she said, "Can they come back? Can they meet you?" Mm. And I was like. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, come over, come over. And they all turned up. And literally, it, it was like they turned into like themselves in the playground. It was so cute. Love and they it. were telling me about their bedrooms and their posters <laughs> and everything. <laughs> so yes, it happens a lot and it's it's really cute. Yeah, awesome. We are obviously here because you are dropping your new single, Who I Am. We are absolutely loving it at Joy. It is a massive banger. Thank you. Now, it's obviously, cool. it's a little bit about, it almost sounds like a coming out song, I've got to say, I've got to say. Yeah, like for me, I identify it from that point of view. But I think, I guess for you, what has shaped this emergence of announcing who you are and who you want to be? Do you know what? I think it's there's a few contributing factors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of it is kind of getting older, mm-hmm. a little bit more self-acceptance in that way, becoming a little bit braver, a little bit more honest with myself. Mm-hmm. But I had an incredible experience last year, which is still ongoing. Um, I've been working with Sick the Pink. And I'm sure you guys are the worst. Of course. are an incredible creative collective from East London. LGBTQ+. I got a lot of letters in. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. A few. That's with a few. jet lag, it's tricky. Yeah, they are amazing. I've been travelling with drag queens and non-binary people, queer people. And although this audience has always been very important to the Spice Girls and a huge supporter of us, not only as a band, but as solo artists and everything we've done, I've never worked that closely with mm-hmm. people from that community before. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe how liberating it was and how educated I've been. Mm -hmm. And it really has given me another layer of self-acceptance working so closely with this audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amazing. Mm -hmm. And you've reunited with Bifco. Yes. I love And if anyone doesn't know who he is, he obviously did all the Spice Girls songs. He's pretty much done all of the big hits from the UK. He's worked with Kylie. Absolutely. Everyone. Oh, he he is... incredible he's a wonderful person a wonderful songwriter so creative in so many ways you know not only musically he's very visually creative he's just a wonderful energy and i was lucky enough to work with him back in the day with the girls in the 90s you know wannabe spice up your life goodbye to become one all the biggies and yeah he's done lots of work he absolutely him and kylie are such a force to be reckoned with yeah and it was lovely getting back into the studio with him he features quite heavily on the 
record and um, we've had some wonderful sessions and the first single is absolutely with him and Bryn Christopher who people might know he's also an artist and a, you know a great songwriter so we had a lovely time in the studio awesome that's so amazing now this song is going to be a huge nightclub banger absolutely Huge. I love it so much. And there's this like moment a couple of minutes in where it kind of it's just the music and you know the beats are about to drop. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine this going off. How excited are you to actually play that, sing oh, it to a live audience? My goodness. I, I'm so excited for people to hear it, for, mm-hmm. for it to get out there after all this time. You know when you're working on something? Yeah. It's always the way with music. I mean, this album's pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. I started it just before the Spice Girls tour last year, um, but most of the record's been been done this year, 2020. So to get it out there is gonna be really exciting. And I can't reveal who yet, but I've got a very exciting remix of this song as well. That's going to be dropping Ooh. a bit later. Amazing. The full album is coming out on the 9th of October. How do you contain yourself? I mean, I guess you mentioned that, but... Yeah, it's... I mean, there's so much to do, mm. you know, even though the album... I mean, we are literally still finishing the record. It's <laughs> going to be so fresh when it comes out. But, um, yeah, it's just making sure you get everything to the place you really want it to be before it's launched onto the world. Mm-hmm. Amazing. We are in Pride season in Australia. You've just done Big Gay Day in Yay. Brisbane. I think it's safe to say Australia's the gay community has probably been hungover for a few weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> We've been partying so much. How was Big Gay Day in Brisbane? It was yeah. incredible. It was so lovely. I've been to Brisbane before um, to do lots of different things, but to be there, you know, in honour of Pride was really wonderful. And the, the audience was great. I mean, the energy was incredible. And, uh, you know, I have my beautiful drag queens with me, so we just had a ball. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I know you can't pick a favourite, but you've been all around the world last year touring with the International Pride Festival. Who was your favourite? You know, what? the thing is for me about Pride is you never know what to expect. Mm-hmm. The only thing you can guarantee is that you're going to have a bloody good time. You yeah. know, it's going to be fun. But we were lucky enough to do the parade in Sao Paulo. Uh, there was over three million people in the streets. We went to New York. Um, we closed um, Pride in New York. And we've done lots of shows in Europe. And, and everywhere's just been so different. Mm-hmm. So actually to bring it out here to Australia was really exciting because, I, you know, there was a point I thought, oh man, that chapter's closed, you know? We're, we've done everywhere, we're all, all right. done. And then like, you know, Big Gay Day was like calling me up saying, hey, do you want to bring your girls mm-hmm. over and do some performing? And I was like, hell yeah. We're always so, six months behind here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said on stage, save the best till last. And the Spice Girls are huge gay icons. When was the moment where you kind of realised that that was happening? It feels really early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we didn't know what to expect. You know, we were launched onto the world and, and we'd encountered some sexism within the music industry and that's really why we wanted to talk about girl power. So we were going out there thinking, right, we want to be a girl band for girls. Mm. You know, we really wanted to engage with that audience. And then when we, you know, when we found we had a lot of gay fans, we were like, oh, wow, this is incredible. And we kind of wanted to go, okay, it's about girl power. It's about people power. You know, we wanted equality. And it's just been such an important audience for us. And, you know, and this undying love which just goes on and, and it's you know I, I appreciate it so much and I, I think that's why I feel like really privileged to do the work that I do within the community but and you know to be an ally um, 
but also just it feels good to feel like I can give back and say thanks, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can go to sleep at night going, okay, it's 3 a.m. right now, um, there's probably a Spice Girls song playing at least 50 gay bars around the house, yeah. <laughs> and then there's another 100 drag queens performing the songs. I know. <laughs> the wonderful thing about social media is that I get to see all the, you know, Spice Girls drag acts all around the world. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Keeping it alive. i got to ask, uh-huh. you've been touring with Sink the Pink drag queens. Who is more high maintenance? Is it drag queens or is it Mel B? Well, oh my gosh, you would say Melby. Well, I would say I have to be a little bit more general. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, that's a dumb question because, of course, it's the Spice Girls. All right. Yeah. No. I mean, it's funny because people ask me, you know, the difference. And I'm like, it's kind of similar, you know, it's like big hair, big shoes, mm-hmm. lots of makeup. Uh, but definitely more diva tantrums in the Spice Girls. Ah, interesting. <laughs> wow, wow. I feel like that doesn't surprise me. No. I think that surprises me. Mm-hmm. You obviously did the stadium tour last year have you come down from that like how long did it take I don't think we ever will you know you know it was it was beyond our wildest dreams I think all of my experiences with the Spice Girls you know everything has always surpassed everything we'd we'd ever thought it was going to be and that tour like didn't fail to do exactly the same we were blown away by how many people wanted to come you know Mm. how many people came and the energy and the excitement and the atmosphere and it will you know that memory will live with me forever and you'll probably still hear the phone ringing constantly when are you going to tour again when are you going to tour again (laughs) yeah every day twitter every day yeah interviews every day um and you know we do we keep the door open and i i like to think there will be more opportunities but you know it's tricky us girls are tricky Mm -hmm. and um yeah we'll see but you know there's, there's a few of us pushing for it so you guys were so special, though, and it's like you... I feel like you just have to wait for the right moments. It can't just be all the time. <laughs> you know what? You it's know? so true. And, um, you know, we kind of feel that. There's, there's such a magical energy when we actually do come together that I just think if it was all the time, we might implode. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, when the stars are in alignment, the, the spice... Spice bus comes out of retirement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard that you can get a little bit emotional on stage and maybe even do a little bit of a, a, a cry sing. Uh-huh. So is that, I mean, with the Spice Girls, are you sure it wasn't just that you got some ginger spice in your eyes? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know, those shows were so emotional. You know, one of the things we found, you know, we've got these incredible fans and we've known a lot of these kids, well, since they were kids, yeah. you know, and we've seen people grow up and we've seen people start families and, you know, and we've, we've just, we've kind of lived lives mm. with these people. And when you see they're the, out there in the audience and there was another moment actually in the last tour, which always used to get me, we used to sing Mama in the encore. And a few times I'd spot, you know, a woman maybe in her thirties or something with her mum having a moment oh, wow. to Mama. And that would like, I'd just yeah. go every time. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, there's lots of emotion involved mm. in those shows. It's, it's really interesting because you represented for me as a young child, I remember first seeing that um, wannabe. I saw it on TV. I was in my friend's kitchen. She was a Fijian girl. And so we ran out and we were watching it on, on stage. You were just being so unapologetic and you were just out there in a hotel room throwing stuff around. I have tried that. I've actually been kicked out of a few hotels. <laughs> but now you're kind of representing the queer community and just recently you also represented for the trans community as well. Is that kind of moral compass of yours always been there? Is that something you've always wanted to do within your music? It's something I've never really thought about that uh-huh. much. And I think it's just it's just the way I feel, you know? Mm. It's just the way I'm wired up. I'm like, it's weird, you know, when you are 
in the public eye you can be put on this pedestal and you know you talk about people losing their shit when they meet you and things like that and you know we are all human you know no matter where we've come from no matter what we've been through and I just you know we all need and want and deserve the same things and I just feel so so strongly about that Mm -hmm. it just feels very natural to me to Mm -hmm. to to talk about that and and to try if I have any voice that people will listen to then I'm going to use it for good Amen, mm-hmm. sister. I remember getting my mum to call round to all the Kmart's trying to find various Spice Girl dolls. So <laughs> I had to collect them all. Do you still have any merchandise left? Do you have it all in a vault somewhere? And what was your favourite one? Or what was the weirdest one? I do have some merch. Yeah. I think our parents have the most merch. <laughs> all these lofts full mm-hmm. of stuff. Victoria's mum has the most. <laughs> She's a real hoarder when it comes to merch. Um, but yeah, I mean, the dolls is pretty weird. It was funny when we had, when they were being like made and we had all these prototypes to kind of say, oh no, I, I need, because they, they tried to make them look like us. They weren't just like generic, like Barbie dolls, yeah. you know, they were like, they had my tattoos and piercings and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, so that was really weird kind of examining this like little doll of yourself. Um, and then, yeah, really, I mean, there was chocolate bars and the, a funny one I don't even remember was pizzas. Apparently there was Fresco really? pizza. I mean, yeah, it was just everything, yeah. wasn't it? We were on like fizzy drinks cans we were on crisp packets we were just everywhere somewhere in the vault do you have the key to victoria i know that you were given the key yes! to victoria mm-hmm. that's so funny <laughs> because since since i've been back in australia yep. that came when we hit we were here we premiered the movie yes we were given the key to victoria mm-hmm. and i was like I need to do my research and see what this means. Like uh-huh. free public transport or yeah. It should, it should, right. yeah, it should. <laughs> do you still have it? Because we need to know if it's lost, anybody could get in. So we just... Yeah. <laughs> I still have it because I think it's such a random thing to yeah. be given as yeah. a pop star. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like you're some head of state or something. <laughs> okay, well, if you still... I mean, there's been a Where's few robberies. The there's, there's been a few robberies and you are a suspect. So if you could hand in... No, don't hand in the key. We're so happy that you have it. It's I so actually... I, I remember that day because I was in Melbourne and you guys were like the Beatles, like you were on the, the Yarra River and going down, there would have just been thousands of people. Were your ears just constantly ringing in that time just from people screaming? Like, was there ever time to breathe? It was a very, yeah, unusual time. And yeah, it was it was just chaos. It yeah. was constantly chaos. And yeah, the noise was interesting because obviously a lot of our fans at the time were quite young. So the screams were quite high pitched. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, and gigs were, yeah, deafening. We are running out of time. Firstly, I just got to say that we love you so much. We are so, so happy about your new single. It is a banger. It's going to get so much much playtime at joy now one last question for you right you're in lockdown coronavirus it's a thing you've got two weeks you can stock your shelves with one food item to live off for two weeks what's it going to be oh my god that is such a good question well i'm not much of a sweet tooth so it's going to have to be potato chips all right yeah yeah so we have these things called kettle chips in england i don't know Mm -hmm. if you have them here but they're just like really good yeah high quality hard crispy crisps yeah Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. like sea salt flavor yeah Mm -hmm. well we know (laughs) that while you're on lockdown you're going to need one thing you're in melbourne australia it's going to be very hard to come by we have bought you (gasps) something very special oh (laughs) my goodness you will not find this on the shelves in the supermarket we have bought you this is this is rare Uh uh-huh did you know that we're in a shortage 
Well, since I've been in Australia <laughs> and the toilet paper is, is becoming mm-hmm. quite a rare sight, mm-hmm. it's also happening in the UK. Yeah. 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 So lots of mm-hmm. people since I've been here be, have been very embarrassed yes. that Australian toilet mm-hmm. paper fiasco, but us Brits are just copying you. Well, you've got your emergency <laughs> roll here. Thank you so much Thank for your you time. So much, we Thank love you, you a lot. Thank you, and a big love to all your listeners.